0: Hmm. There it is. Aw. Okay. For whatever reason we gotta I'm figuring it out you guys I'm just everything changed so the settings changed on this Facebook thing Facebook was the one who changed the most YouTube kind of changed so I'm relearning where all the settings are at anyway so guys good morning today is Thursday the second day of September yesterday was beautiful I can't even describe it it was crazy it was crazy and then it ended very beautifully in only a way that god can i don't even know where to begin god god where do i begin i had a friend i have a friend i didn't have a friend i still like i have a friend who um And I slurp, you guys. I like to slurp when I drink my tea. Annoying, maybe, but I enjoy it. I'm just like, it's my thing. It's what I do. So I have a friend. He's been, he's on his own spiritual journey. And he'll ask me things. He called me the other night and he goes, I was reading 1 Corinthians something or another. And he goes, just needed to call you um he goes maybe I'm supposed to tell you something and I go no (laughs) I'm supposed to tell you something because I had done a video about the exact thing he was talking about I go you need to ask God for what you want why haven't you asked God here was the thing have you asked God to show you maybe I should turn Um, I asked him, have you ever asked God to show you the essence of who you are? The essence, you guys. When I see the word essence, I mean the core. It's right here within us. I've seen... It's like right in here. And it burns like a light. When God shows it to you, right? It will burn like this. And you feel so beautiful in this world you just see yourself at the authentic being that god created you and it's so beautiful that you now see it so i asked him have you asked god to show you the essence of who you are ask him to show you you know what you're who you are and I think this is a hard thing for a man. So I want to touch base on this. I think for women, we, we don't have as big as a problem asking people for things. But for men, because we are raised in a world where men have to be tough, men have to, they're grown. And I understand this because this is how my stepdad, sorry you guys, my hair is wet because I go to work right after this. So I shower my hair's so I'm combing through it because it gets fuzzy anyway my stepfather raised me like a a boy um I don't remember ever doing girly things but I was never allowed to cry about things told me to be quiet toughen up get tough what's wrong with you my father was like that too always raising me real tough and so I grew up suffocating My emotions because I was weak if I cried I was weak if I asked for help there became a pride that becomes a pride just so you know there's many layers of pride and this is one of them okay there's a pride that I had built in me that if I asked for help I was weak I was a charity case I know somebody who'll remember those words I'm always asking for things. I could never do it alone. I was told that too by a lot of men. He'll never be able to do it alone. Not a lot, two. I didn't have that many relationships. But two of them, my ex-husband and another person, he'll never do it alone, You can't do it alone. And you know, it built this hardening in me that I had to prove them wrong. I can do it on my own so I became very prideful in that way and that pride was damaging it held me back from a lot of beautiful things in fact God broke that pride and it was very painful when I talked yesterday about the Pharaoh losing his life like how God broke the pride in me we're not going to talk about that today we'll talk about that another day but uh, like, I thought I could outdo God. And you know what? I realized I couldn't. I had to cave. But he he moved some stuff to break that within me. And it was painful because I chose the painful road. So there are many layers of pride. But this one, it says, so after he got done saying that, he's like, well, I, I kind of get it. He goes, I, I'm listening to you. And he's really good at hearing what I say. Because I myself have had to listen to what he's had to say. We both get it. Um, and he, he called me yesterday and he goes, Christine, yesterday after I got off the phone with you, I asked God to show me. And you know the first place in the Bible he had me open up? John chapter 16, verse 23 through 25. And in that day you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give to you. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive, that your joy may be full. These things I have spoken to you in figurative language, but the time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figurative language. But I will tell you plainly about the Father. You know, this goes for all of us. I remember a time when I couldn't ask God for anything. I didn't realize that there was this part of me until he broke me down till I felt like I was dying. This is when he dismantled my ego. Okay, I was in jail. I broke down. It looked like an emotional breakdown is what it looked like. I was dying. but What God was doing was suffocating my ego because my ego couldn't grow in jail. It just couldn't, so my ego died because it couldn't be fed with the things I was feeding it outside, like validation from my job, validation from being good around other people, going out and just being the fun one, drinking. you know I couldn't feed that ego with those things in jail. You know I didn't know anybody really in jail, nobody that really validated my ego, you know I wasn't doing those things. So, my ego suffocated, thus died. That's what happened in that moment. But you have to know that there's, you know, to go to God, you have to have the understanding of who Jesus was. You have to accept Him as, you know, your Lord, Jesus Christ. You have to accept that and for what He did for us on the cross. You have to. You can't just accept it like, yeah, I believe it because I was told to. You have to accept it as a heart posture, okay? It's something that changes within you when you realize the depths of what Jesus really did and you truly believe. It's not just, I go to church, I believe. There's a lot of people that go, yeah, I mean, that's what I was raised to believe. But it's not within their heart, it's a heart posture. There's a difference so if you don't feel it move your heart and soul then you t- that's how you know whether you truly believe what Jesus did for you on the cross or not it will move you when you begin to think about it it moves me if I really think in the depths of it I'll start crying because it's so beautiful there's no shame in that there's men in my church who cry about it My pastor cries about how beautiful and wonderful his wife is openly while he's preaching to the church. How beautiful is that? That's a true man with love in his heart. So if you really want something, you can't just accept God and say Jesus is nothing. Because truly without Jesus, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't have our relationship with God. We wouldn't have this life. We would be dead, lost forever in this world. It's because Jesus set the example. And there's the few and the brave who have continued that legacy on generations, whether they were persecuted or not. They continued it to where today I can be sitting here today and have the love for God I have and the relationship I have because Jesus died on the cross and he released and cut that veil in a way that allowed me to be connected with God. He also showed me the example by doing it and being recorded in here. So I understood one day, ah, He had a personal relationship with God. Now I get it. He was always talking to God. He never asked people for advice, ever. You never see Jesus ask anybody what he should do, ever. He asked God. He was always in prayer with God. Always, always, always. Always. His love for people. He loved people and he saw his brokenness and I get it. We can be like that. Jesus proved to the world, whether you believe it or not, he proved it. It is possible to be what God created us to be. To be born of flesh, to live through this life. And you can do it having lived in sin. Because I'm doing it. It's possible. It's just a choice. You make the choices to let go of the things that hold you back that are sinful in God's eyes, the thoughts, the behaviors, the heart posture, all of it, the people, places, and things, you have to leave those behind and you have to let them go to be able to do what God created us to do. You have to let those go fully. I really got in depth with that. I don't know why I look at it because I have a watch right here. So I really wanted to share that, you guys. I don't know who needs to hear that. But if you really don't understand what Jesus has done for you, ask God to show you. I know this is hard for some men. I get it because that faulty belief system that has been placed within you, that you are weak to ask God to show you. But I'm telling you, from another man's experience who is sharing his journey with me, is the most beautiful thing. He was so happy. I was happy for him. He goes, I just didn't see it, you know, but I listened to you and I tried it with an open heart to receive what God was going to show me. Because God's going to show you why you're struggling and seeing him, which usually is a reflection of self, which is a shortcoming, which is a, a faultiness within us that God is asking us to let go. God's got to show you that. For you to be able to go, yeah, I don't want to be that way anymore. How do I change? For God to show you how to undo that and live every day with a different behavior, mindset, heart posture. God will show you how to practice being better. and You'll find something more beautiful out about yourself. It builds confidence. It's a beautiful thing. So I'm really grateful he did share that. And he, did, he has told me it's very hard for a man to let go because of the way he was raised. So I get it. I do understand it. But it's possible, and you, you have to try. For some reason, that tastes so good this morning. <laughs> okay. You guys, today, walking with God... What does God have for us today? Deeper understanding. God sees your future. He knows the end from the beginning and understands exactly what you need. He also knows precisely what it takes to form you into the person he created you to be. I didn't even read this whole thing. I just read the verse. Now you guys, the verse that I have copy and pasted comes directly from the Bible. They paraphrased it here. But down here it says, I am God and there is no one like me. Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times things which have not been done, saying my purpose will be established and I will accomplish all my good pleasure. Truly I have spoken, truly I will bring it to pass. I have planned it, surely I will do it let's get in the depths of this you guys the depths of God knowing who I am I'm going to talk about self when I realized the only way for me to heal was to lean on to God truly he is the only one who knew the depths of where I came from because our soul comes from a place from him Our soul has journeyed things deeper than what our flesh understands. So you have to seek God for that. But God showed me even deeper into my behaviors, things that nobody else around me would understand. Not a counselor, nothing. Why? Because he created me. He was there in my birth. He was there through everything that had happened in my life, my choices, everything. He was within my mind. Here's the thing. God is within our mind and our heart posture as well through our entire life. He knows. Okay. What do I want to think about? So when you You are healing and dealing with issues. And he starts going through your mind as you're sitting here trying to be a better person. You know, and he's going through your mind and showing you these things. And he brings you back to your childhood to connect the reason you behave today the way you do. Okay? He takes you back to your childhood. I have memories of myself as a child. I remember walking through the trees. I remember doing things alone. I remember how happy I was. I re- there was a memory of me one time laying under an apple tree, staring at the clouds. I think I was in kindergarten, maybe preschool. I remember what I was thinking, how beautiful it was, the moment, what I felt. God's taken me back to that moment. Why I remember it, because I was, I was searching the clouds for God. Truly, my soul was searching the clouds for God. This is why God understands our poor choices. There was a reason for my addiction. My addiction serves a greater purpose than my human flesh understanding. So when God helped me heal from that, he showed me a deeper understanding to the addiction, which made me very grateful for it. What was it last night? I was thinking was writing something out for God. We were talking about the essence of self. What is the essence of who I became out of what I used to be? You know, God likes to ask you that. Who you used to be and who you are now. He likes us to see the growth. You know, housekeeping within self. He likes to show us the positives. And I started going, I don't know, God, what would I do without you? He's my best friend. Who would hold me accountable? You know, yesterday I was getting a little frustrated at work. I'm learning how to be around people. (laughs) So sometimes in my mind, I internally get frustrated at myself truly because I don't know how to handle what's going on in front of me and I'm growing impatient so yesterday I had to establish within myself with God okay God we're going to practice patience today I had to set that standard in my mind and I go God you know help me with this well as I started growing impatient in a certain moment God was right there Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh you were going to practice and I go you're right What would I do without God holding me accountable in those moments? I would lose myself in those emotions. I started thinking, what would I do without you? I haven't been a day without God in my presence for over two years. If I had to spend one day without God in my life, it's like my best friend. I don't know what I would do. I started thinking about that. I'd go, I'd be really depressed. I'd be agitated. I would be searching for you everywhere. I would be like, is God going to come through that person? Is God going to be, is his presence going to come if I do the right thing? I'm going to keep searching, keep searching, keep searching. And I would be really depressed. And then I realized I would be like when I was addicted to alcohol, I would be just like that. When I had to go through withdrawals, how terrible that would be. I would lose all the happiness within me because during addiction, your body gets flooded with like uh, dopamine, serotonin, and adrenaline, right? It floods. When you use a substance, it amplifies those um, chemicals that are produced within the brain that make you feel good, okay? Well, God naturally makes you feel that way. And when you learn to let go of using a substance to make you feel better and you really lean on to God he does it even better where it's continually that way and it also doesn't like drain you where you don't feel the effects of not using so it's like oh man I would lose all that internal happiness that he creates in me God creates dopamine and serotonin and all that naturally within me just being in my presence when God is in my presence his spirit he just being here it's like it fills me like this i feel it i feel him here and it makes me happy peaceful calm peaceful i feel peaceful i feel loved everything's gonna be all right i don't really think i don't worry about things it feels good I can't imagine not having that in my life for one day. I would go nuts. It would be like withdrawing from a substance. We talked about that. I was like, oh, God, look what you did to me. You took my addiction and you made you my addiction. How beautiful. God knows the depths, you guys. And God knows where I'm supposed to be. He already knew the mistakes I was going to make. He knew them all. I've asked him. You knew I was going to do that, didn't you? I look back at some things and I was like, why didn't I just walk away from some things? You knew. I asked God, did you know? He goes, yeah, I already knew. I already knew. But it had to be this way for me to be here today. God knows. And God still loves us. How beautiful is that? So God knows where we need to be. God knows where we came from. God knows why we've made the poor choices we've made. And He understands it. He understands the world we live in. He understands the internal to- turmoil. He understands it. And He's watched us suffer. God doesn't like watching us suffer, He doesn't want to see us suffer. He's waiting. He's waiting for us to call on him and ask him to save us out of that suffering. And what does he do? It's like we're lost. There's a a verse or story in the Bible. We are like the lost sheep. Okay, He comes and finds us. It's like in the middle of the storm. We're lost all by ourselves, cold, wet, miserable, have no idea where we're at. Okay, That's where we're at most of the time in our life without God. We are lost like that. We're just looking around for any sign of what looks familiar. Can't see anything that looks familiar until we ask God. This is what, Till we ask for God's help in Jesus' name and truly believe. When you do cry for God, you know what he does? He comes and gets you. He puts you over his back because at this point we're too spiritually weakened to really walk through any trials or tribulations. And God picks us up and he walks us through the history of our choices of how we got to be where we're at, which shows us how not to go back to that. It's quite beautiful. God knows. It was already planned. It's already been written. A lot of people just they can't wrap their mind around that. It's a really hard thing to understand. Um, but the victory's already won. That's what I believe and every person I already know the victory since Jesus since the death of Jesus. The victory's already won. That I do know. So God knows you. But if you want to know the depths of which God knows you, you have to ask him. This is a hard one to really explain to you how God knows you personally because you have to seek God's face and you have to ask him and you have to start creating that relationship every day, all day. There'll be things that trigger me into my childhood and I'll go, ah, ah. I remember a memory putting a puzzle together when I was left alone to watch my brother, real young. I remember it being The Simpsons. I wasn't, I don't even think I was in school at the time. And the fact that I remember that, I knew that God was within me, taking care of us because my parents could not. They were too messed up. The only reason I know that is because I just instinctively remember that is details that I could not otherwise remember as just as a child I remember it because God was with me and I know that because I remember the peace the moments I feel peace it's because that was God God was always there so God will take you through your life and he will show you where he that was with you or when he was trying The depths, you guys. You really got to ask God for that. Ask God. And he can show you. A lot of people don't believe that. A lot of people feel because they can lie to the rest of the world about their blackened heart and their ugly thoughts. You know, you sit here and you do something nice you do something nice for somebody because it makes you look good but in your mind you're thinking I really don't want to do this and I can't stand this person and you're making fun of them within you I know people like that they sit and they do these things to look good but then behind the scenes they're so entitled and they think it's okay and God knows those things of our entire life. And if we really, really, really dig with God, I know I lived the life I was supposed to live. For me, this was the life I was supposed to live because I had to serve a purpose for God. I do believe that. I made every choice I made because this is what I needed to do. It's also I know a lot of my choices in this lifetime were to heal from lifetimes before. But we won't get into that. So I love you guys. This was kind of a little scattered. I feel like it's kind of pieced out. God God was doing something here. I don't have to understand it fully, but I want to. I'll be in it all day. Like God, why why do I feel like you pieced out that? What was the reason? He'll show me later. See, I get into that. I sit and wonder, God, myself. He gets me thinking. See, guys, what keeps you from asking God the questions? That's what I asked this gentleman. Why don't you ask God? You know what he said? I never thought to. He just gives me something to do, and I do it go, huh? Because I ask God everything. I ask him why on everything. I always do. Why don't you ask God? Why don't you? What holds you back? Is it your pride? Do you recognize you have a pride in you? Where did that pride come from? Here's the thing. You can't just recognize you have a pride. Okay. I am prideful. Where is that pride rooted in from? Where does it come from? Where did it really, really come from? You have to go back in time. And you have to follow that teeny little rope. You have to find out where that pride truly came from. And ask God to show you. Because this is how I found out about where all my stuff came from. My faulty belief systems about myself and in life and how I should live. God had to show me why and where it came from not just from my relationships all the way down in my childhood in memories god would take me to the memories in which established those belief systems then i would go you're right and i didn't even realize i'd been carrying that my whole life that those moments those memories that were burned in my brain were what shaped and sculpted those so-called prides we'll talk about pride didn't realize that those moments sculpted that pride. I just thought that's the way life was. So you got to ask God to show you. So I love you guys. It's a beautiful Thursday. It's a beautiful week. I hope you guys take a moment just to get out and just smell nature. Listen to the trees. Listen to the birds. Just sit out in the in the quiet. Go sit out in your yard. And just allow God to unfold nature in front of you. It's so beautiful just to watch life happen. And just be present there in the quiet. It's so beautiful. Just try it. So I love you guys. Happy Thursday. And God bless.